turn your Bible with me to the book of First Kings, chapter 18. God has been taking us on a series titled Touch of Fire. Touch of Fire. First Kings, chapter 18. First Kings, chapter 18. Now, I'll read from verse 29. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. I pray for somebody. Your enemies will labor in vain in the name of Jesus. Now, uh, you see, they were praying, they were calling their God, nothing happened. Anyone that may be plotting evil for you, they will only try, it cannot happen in the name of Jesus. It cannot happen in the name of Jesus. Now, and Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the law that was broken down. We must repair the altar of the law that has been broken down by unrighteousness. We must repair it. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribe of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stone he, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. Now, and he put the wood in order. God will put your life in order. God will put your marriage in order. God will put your health in order. God will put your children in order. God will put your parents' marriage in order in the mighty name of Jesus. Now he put it in order and cut the bullocks in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. Verse 34, and he said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran about the altar, and, and he filled the trench also with water. Verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the, of the, of the offering of the evening sacrifice. So look at it, evening sacrifice. That Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. You don't make a move until you receive a word from God. You don't make a move to that project whether personal, you want to go to school, you want to embark on business, whatever thing you want to do, visions, dreams, get a word from God. Hear what God has to say. Hear what God has to say before you may. So 
All these things that Elisha Elijah did were at the instance of the word of God, not at his own wisdom, not at his own skill or understanding. Now look at verse 37. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. The fire of God will fall upon your household anywhere they may be right now in the mighty name of Jesus. The fire of God will fall upon all members of Jesus' house in the mighty name of Jesus. The fire of God will fall upon me in the name of Jesus. Now the Bible said, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the bond sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and lick up the water that was in the trench and lick up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Praise the Lord. Now, brethren, God has been taking us on this series, the touch of fire, touch of fire. And we have also examined what are some of the few things we need to know. Number one, we mentioned that God is a consuming fire. Two, we mentioned that you are the touch, the touch. You are the light itself, which means relevant. And we mentioned that your fire has to be sparked. Something has to trigger it for it to become relevant. And today we are looking at the fire from your touch. It consumes. So fire consumes. Naturally, fire consumes. Now, we all, many of us are quite familiar with this story here. But again, the, the entire account is not our focus. The main focus this morning is verse 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the bond sacrifice and the wood and the stone and the dust and leak of the water that was in the trench. What does that tell us is that when fire fall upon a thing, that the fire consumed. But there are different levels of fire. Now, you see, the kind of fire that fell from God, this fire wasn't a normal fire because a normal fire cannot consume a stone. No. The only thing fire can do to rock or to mountain or to a stone is that it just makes it black. It makes it excessively hot. It depends on how the, the, the velocity of the fire. So, Fire should not naturally consume a stone and a mountain or rock. Fire should not consume the ground. But in this context, the fire of the Lord is different from the fire of man. It is the fire of God that you must go for. The fire of God does not quench. The fire of man quenches. The fire of God does not quench. The fire of man quenches. And so the fire of the Lord fell. Now the Bible tells us it consumed both the bone sacrifice and the wood and the stones. I have not heard where fire consumes stone. And the stones is not a normal fire. And dust and leak up the water that was in the trench. I pray this kind of fire from God will flow through the torch in your hand. 
and it will consume every enemy of God in the name of Jesus. Now, you see, this fire, the fire, the touch of fire in your hand, though it may appear to produce little light, but I want you to know that that little light or that little fire produces heat and flame. One thing with fire is that it has heat and flame. Now, the enemy cannot come near that kind of fire. Now, the fire that burns, the fire that burns from God, that means your touch light, God flows through it. What is it meant to burn? What is it meant to consume? That is the question. Again, remember, when we say the enemies of God, you are not one of God's enemies. I am not one. Your neighbor is not one. No. They say the, 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 the legions of demons that are going all over the world perpetrating evil, anyone that will not allow righteousness to reign, anyone that is making incantation against the church of God, they are the enemies of God. The gods of the land, they are the enemies of God. So the, the thought, the fire that proceeds from your thought, it meant to consume. Number one, what is it meant to consume? Number one, it meant to consume the old man, the old nature in you. You see, one thing you'll find out, whether about anointing or the power of God, is that you can't separate the, the, the carrier of the message from the message, you know. And that's why you'll find that oftentimes, before God will make anybody relevant in his own hand, if first of all, the message is going to speak through them, you already make sure that he's at work in their own life. And so you are a torch of fire. The fire consumes. What is it to consume? The old nature in you. When the anointing comes upon a man, a woman, or anybody, first of all, deal with that person. Because the anointing, the fire of God can be very dangerous. If it has not dealt with you to remove the old nature, the old nature of anger, the old nature of lie, the old nature of malice, the old nature of unforgiveness, the old nature of, uh, you know, and so on, all the works of the flesh. So the fire, number one, consumes the old nature inside of you. Number two, the fire consumes the enemies of God, the gods of the land, the pharaohs of the land, the, the avowed enemies of the church of God, the avowed enemy of Christians and the body of Christ globally. Anyone, I tell you, there are so many of them. Anyone that is in position and saying, ah, the church will not advance. Ah, <laughs> what happened to Herod? We happened to them. In Acts chapter 12, what happened to Herod? We happened to them. So they touch the fire that proceeds from your touch is meant to consume the enemies of God. Again, the enemies of God. Your brother is not your enemy. Your sister is not your enemy. The enemies of God are what the fire is meant to consume. Number three, the fire is supposed to consume fear out of your life. The fire is supposed to consume fear and ignite faith in your heart. 
This fire, remember we're talking about touch of fire. Not the feeling, but flashlight. Touch of fire. It's meant to consume fear. Maybe you are here this morning and there is fear in your heart. The fire of God that fell and consumed the wood, that consumed the burnt sacrifice, and consumed the stone, and lick up the dust, and lick up the water, that fire will fall in the name of Jesus and consume every traces of fear in your heart in the name of Jesus. That thing that you are dreading of, it will turn out well in the name of Jesus. You will finish well. You will not be sick. You can't have cancer. You can't die young. You can't have heart attack in the name of Jesus. Your children will not die young. Your husband will live. Your wife will live. Your marriage will try. It's meant to consume fear out of your life. No child of God should be afraid. Why? If you are conscious of who is with you, then you have zero reason to be scared. And lastly, for now, what is the fire meant to consume? It's meant to consume the works of darkness. It's meant to edify the church. That is number four. Now, edification here is this. Is that talking about the things that may hinder the move of God. The fire that proceeds from your touch is meant to edify the church. It's meant to sanctify it. It's meant to prepare the bride for the bridegroom. We are Christ's bride. And Christ is our bridegroom who is coming again to be married to us forever. That fire is meant to edify the church. I want you to bow down your head this morning. And you are going to pray. Your first prayer, of course, by now you should know, is prayer of thanksgiving. Thank God that you are in this morning revival hour. Thank God that he brought his word unto you. Thank God for the touch of fire inside of you. Turn, thank him for what he's doing in your life. Your next prayer point is, we will give you the three prayer points and then you pray. You start praying, make sure you don't sleep and pray for yourself. Now, Father, let your fire, let your fire consume every works of the flesh in me. Let it consume fear and let it edify your church. Three prayer points in one. Father, let your fire consume every works of the flesh in me. Let it consume fear. Let it edify your church. And then your last prayer point. Father, use your fire in me to consume all your enemies. The Bible said, let God arise and his enemy be scattered. Let God arise and his enemy be scattered. So you pray, Father, use your fire in me to consume all your enemies. Let that fire burn. The fire that proceeds from my touch, let it burn. Now go ahead and pray and add your personal prayer and give him time. Are you here this morning? You have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that Jesus Christ is not just a prophet. He is the son of the living God. Jesus Christ is God himself. The Bible says in John 1.1, 1, 1, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So he is God himself. And he loves you. This same Jesus is coming back again. It can happen right now. 
It can happen the next five minutes. It can happen tomorrow morning. It can happen when we are in bed, maybe five days from now. Are you ready to go with Jesus? After Jesus comes, there's a great tribulation. God doesn't want you to be there. I want you to bow down your head if you are not born again. Raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray as many that pray this prayer, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you have about one more minute to pray. Lift up your voices this morning. A cry to him from the bottom of your heart. I give you praise. Now begin to appreciate him for answers to your prayer. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Now stretch forth your hand. Now, if you are here this morning and you are sick, you are here this morning and Satan has planted evil objects in your body while you were sleeping, or maybe as a result of initiation in the past or blood convert, whatever thing, just lay your hand upon your body. But you are, if you are not in any of this category, or you have somebody that is sick, then you can also lay your hand upon your body and you know, and as a point of contact. But if you are not in this category, just stretch forth your hand. Ancient of days, I thank you. There is no God like you. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. At the instance of your war, fire fell when Elijah called upon you. This morning I call upon you, my father, like you call Elijah, you have called me. I pray this morning, let your fire fall in the homes of your children. Let it fall right now in the name of Jesus. Is there anyone afflicted by one infirmity or the other? Anyone afflicted by sickness or plague in their body? As many lay their hands on their body, every sickness, every infirmity, any satanic seed that has been planted in this body, I command them to be rooted out now in the name of Jesus. I command them to be rooted out now in the name of Jesus. Any evil thing that has been planted in your blood system or anything that God has not authorized that is flowing in your blood system, I command them to be flushed out now in the name of Jesus. You have maybe sick family member. The fire of God will rest upon them and consume that sickness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray every works of the flesh that they might be using against you before God or before man. This morning, in the name of Jesus, the fire of God consume them in Jesus' name. This fire will rest upon all our children. They will do exploit for Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Amen. The grace 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.